Hello, everybody. It's Richard C. Wilson, the Family Office Club here, and today I have with me Charlie. Welcome, Charlie. Thank you very much, Richard. I'm glad to be part of it. Sure. Could you tell us a little bit about the uh, the size of your bank and just kind of the the service lines that you guys operate? Sure. Um, when uh, I, I get asked size, I, I like to answer with a number of people. So uh, we we have 29 uh, associates that are part of the bank. So we're we're a small business, uh, if you will. Um, Asset-wise, the, the bank's $220 million. We've uh, been around since 2006 with offices in Philadelphia and Atlanta. Okay, great. And many people became more familiar with the SBA through the PPP process recently. Many had heard about SBA loans, but now because of PPP, it's become a mainstream topic or type of loan. Obviously, PPP is much different than um, some of the other types of traditional SBA lending that your bank has done traditionally. Um, can you just talk about how active you guys are in that area and what other types of business loans you do? Because I want to get to a tax related point in a minute uh, based on that context. Sure. So yeah, our, our services at the bank are both lending and depository. And on the SBA side, we're an approved SBA lender that um, Prior to PPP, uh, we did the traditional, both what they call 7A and 504 loans that are used for everything from real estate to business acquisition. Um, the, uh, the PPP program introduced us to lots of new businesses. Uh, normally, we do about 30 loans a month. Um, we, in the PPP, we did about 300 in six weeks, uh, about uh, 200 up in Philadelphia and 100 in Atlanta. And it, it, it felt good to help a, a lot of small businesses. Um, to help you um, perspective uh, size-wise, there's nothing too small for our bank, but most of the lending we do is a couple hundred thousand to two or three million is the, the place that, that we typically play in and do traditional um, lending as well outside of the SBA in terms of um, working capital, equipment, real estate financing, and anything an individual might need. Okay. Um, I know we've had a few members in the Family Office Club looking for banks that do fintech uh, consumer finance lending, in other words, getting a line of credit for six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10% cost of, of capital, and then they go out and they make, um, you know, 400 loans at $1,000 a piece to consumers. Um, does your bank specialize by chance in lending to fintech companies of that nature? It's a pretty niche area, so I would guess not, but I'm uh, just curious. Yeah, I wouldn't go so far to say we specialize in it, although we do have a an Atlanta client that's very entrepreneurial and they have started a, a business just like you described. And we have provided um, credit and, and, and banking services to that, that company really frankly on the, on the strength of the owners and the guarantors, as opposed to we're not lending directly to the, the consumer through those FinTech programs. Right. Right. Got it. And then um, something else I've been noticing lately is that with accelerated and bonus depreciation, on taxation, if you buy equipment, you're typically able to write that off the same year if you want to with, with accelerated depreciation rules with the recent tax act. And because of that, um, people are looking at you know their tax bill and saying, okay, well, if I buy this piece of equipment for $200,000, uh, perhaps I can you know depreciate that same year and have a $200,000 offset, uh, perhaps depending on their situation against their ordinary income. Um, it's interesting with business loans or SBA loans, uh, that equation gets even better. Like let's say if somebody put down $200,000 on a piece of equipment, um, and 
they're able to get financing for, you know, $100,000 worth of that. And they're only out of pocket $100,000. And if you look at a taxable rate of 33% on 200,000, um, you know, I should have done the math before the call, but, you know, let's say it's 60,000. Um, then basically you're only out that gap in theory of that 40,000 by combining the depreciation plus going through a bank like yours, um, it can make it so the equipment costs them, you know, almost nothing tax on tax, uh, short term in terms of cash outlay. Have you seen an increase in that type of thinking or does that not come up too often with your clients or is that very common? I'm just kind of curious. Well, my, my lawyers don't let me give uh, tax advice or legal right. advice, but I, you know, many, many of our business clients are talking to their, their CPAs about what you just described, and it just makes it more attractive in terms of the, the financing and, and, and the tax write-off that they can do. You're exactly right. Right, right. Okay, great. Yeah, well, that, that area of uh, taxation is something we're looking to you know, provide more and more guidance on from actual CPAs, not people like yourself and I that are more... Yeah pedestrian seeing the other side of it, you know, um, I appreciate the interview here today. And if anyone wants to learn more about, um, obviously they could go straight to your website. I'm guessing at uh, is there anything else they should know about reaching out or, you know, first touch where they should go? Um, yeah, your suggestion is a good one and they're, they're welcome to contact me directly. Uh, and, and my email address is Great. Well, I appreciate you being here today and I'm happy to, to keep in touch. I know um, about a dozen you know, bank CEOs and one of my good friends is a market maker in the bank, the community banking industry and um, has a lot of contacts there. So I'm happy to be a resource long term and I appreciate your time here today on the call. Terrific, Richard. I look forward to it. You take care. Stay well. You too. Bye. Thanks.